0: Are you looking for a place to listen to your favorite music and sports? Look no further. WLSN, the Leib Sports and Music Network, is a web-based music and sports network. Our network was created to provide authentic high-energy entertainment through live streaming to a national audience. We play popular music while hosting podcasts from all over the world. Curious? Check us out on the web at leibsports.com. That's L-E-E-I-B sports.com. Or find us on the TuneIn radio app. Got Alexa? Just say, Alexa, play WLSN on TuneIn. WLSN is America's number one blog-themed sports and music network. Hey, everyone
1: in. Let's go. Huddle up on three. One, two, three. Huddle up.
0: I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night! And if they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make
1: sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. We'll keep the offense out there in a fourth and goal from the one. You want Philly Philly? Yeah, let's do, let's do it. Let's do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. I would feel better at this point taking the three points.
0: Here we go, here we go, here we go.
1: And if you make it, it's great. But if you don't make it, it's a big momentum swing.
0: Philly special. Philly special. Ready? Here we go, here we go. Goes directly to Clemmon. Clement reverses it. And it is a touchdown by Nick Foles. Let go. And three, drop it eight. and eight. Oye steps up. Now loads and throws. It's caught. It's pitched backwards. Up in the air. It's on the
1: ground. Still in Clemson's hands. And now it is down. It is over. And the Irish have knocked off number one Clemson. And now, welcome everyone to the
0: Huddle Up Podcast. Evening, everyone. Welcome to the Hot Lot Podcast. We are live on uh, Tuesday, September the 7th, 2021, and we are glad to be back with you. Kyle Nash joining me, the student of the game, back with us here on a a Tuesday night. We may have Dave joining us. We may not. Only time uh, will tell on that one, and uh, we'll obviously get into it, but that uh, Notre Dame beating number one Clemson clip, especially with the backup quarterback, sounded a lot better before this past Saturday, but that's neither here nor there. Make we'll sure there. make sure you follow us on social media. We're at Huddle Up Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Our Instagram is at Huddle Up Pod. Make sure you're subscribed on all podcast platforms and YouTube as well. Our home network and Sports at NGSC Sports.com. And our secondary home is the Leap Sports and Music Network, L E E I B Sports.com. Student of the game, Kyle Nash. Welcome back, my friend. How are you doing this week?
1: Hey, listen, it's great to be aboard. And, you know, listen, I can make all the jokes about the Tarico call on your intro I want. Like, it's very interesting going through that Philly special call. As I'm listening to it through the intro, the guy says, I would take the three points. MFers, I would have taken the three points. I think that's what makes that play so sensational. Right? They realized, listen, this is Tom Brady and the Patriots. They're going to get lucky if we don't get lucky first and, and there you go. Right. And
0: we go back to, and I, and the reason I put that, that clip in there this year, because I got flack from the Eagles fans, uh, that are normally on this program. And, um, because you know, it wasn't updated and I had the Phillies clips. So I thought, what's the best Philly, Philly football clip that I can put on there. And, uh, when you're talking Meryl Reese, Eagles fan or not, you know, you, you can hard pressed to find a better voice, uh, calling uh, uh, A- A- NFL radio. But yeah, I mean, I, I think I-, I remember back and my brother, of course, being the-, the Eagles fan. And the thing we talked about at that point was to, to win that game, y- you were going to have to out Belichick, Belichick. You were going to have yeah. to, if you were going to, if you were going to beat him at that point, you were going to have to show how big your nuts were. And yep. uh, what was the, the, <laughs> The meme that was going around was um, the the guy from South Park with his nuts in the wheelbarrow. And it was uh, Doug Peterson showing up to the Eagles uh, Super Bowl parade. And that's what it took. You know, sometimes that is uh, what it takes to win in these big game situations, especially against a a established uh, team.
1: And what's funny about that is we're sourcing that play being from Philly as it should be. But they actually came important important in two aspects of Orlando history, believe it or not, right? The following season, when UCF would uh, have their win streak broken after the successful 2017 and 18 regular seasons, they go to pit, they beat UCF on the last play uh, using the variation on the Philly special, right? So that's the Orlando tie-in there. Then... The Alliance of American Football, the AAF, that was uh, going on there for that single That's season. much right, man. In. The Orlando Apollos scored their first touchdown using a variation on the Philly special. Now, uh, Steve Sperrier, uh, a, a former Gator coach and coach of the Apollos, who can say now he's 1-0 and in two different uh, league inaugural uh, games in the AAF and the USFL. There's some history for you, bitches. How about um, it? <laughs> The, um he, 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 he said it wasn't a variation on a Philly special, but, like, I think the name was, like, Orlando special or something like that in the playbook. Long of the short, there are your tie-ins from the city of brotherly love to the city beautiful here, Orlando. There you go.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And uh, I, I always love, like, you know, I have behind me the New York, New Jersey hitmen. Flag yeah, you g- sure. gotta always appreciate some of these uh, these different these secondary leagues. Uh, I've actually enjoyed. Um, yeah. I think it's ESPN two or ESPN News has been airing uh, CFL games every weekend. So I was watching yeah. the yeah. Uh, what is it the Saskatoon Blades and the uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers this past weekend. So uh, always fun. Uh, I have a great story. I have we were we were up in my family and I were up in Toronto when I was a kid and the toronto argonauts they play at the skydome and there's the the least there was i don't know if it's still there hard rock cafe in the in the stadium overlooking so they had a deal uh when the argos played that if you 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 know you you spent i think it was like 40 bucks a person something like that it was like all you can eat all you can drink uh oh, sort yeah. of a deal watch thing so like we went in there and there was a there was a my my dad because he was he was a high school, f- uh, football referee in, in our area. So like he was aware and, and loves football and sports love my dad too. That's funny. But yeah. So, you know, knew <laughs> some of these weird different rules about the, the CFL. There was a family from green Bay that was like sitting right next to us. And these guys couldn't figure out why the goalposts were in the front of the end zone, why there was a 55 yard line, why the field <laughs> was so wide. It was hilarious to see, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that was a blast. Like, I would get that deal anytime, anywhere. I mean, you, you oh, put the yeah. words all you can eat, all you can drink, and you're probably going to have me hooked in. Um, but uh, let's get into it here, Kyle. Um, looking at this past weekend, before we look ahead to, to two games in college, this upcoming, um, it, it's it's obviously it's always hard to gauge um, hmm. from from week one. Um, but – did we learn anything? what did we learn uh you know I I, I I joked about it but the biggest result of this past weekend Georgia beating Clemson uh no offensive touchdowns in the game it was a pick six and a couple of field goals um so let's why don't we start there D- did we did we learn anything from from Georgia and Clemson? you know I'm inclined I mean at the very least to say the easy answer and say, Georgia defense, good. Uh, Clemson right. defense, good, or at least pretty good. I don't know what the Georgia offense is, but in the same time, I go, I don't know what the Clemson offense is. I mean, um, you know, we new quarterback and, and some, some, some change in personnel there. Um, so, I you know, I've seen people going, you know, is, is, is Georgia going to be able to, uh, you know, upend Alabama? And I'm like, let's Let's chill, you know, as week one. You can get excited. If you're a Georgia fan, get excited. I'm not trying to take that away from you. But um, if you're going to beat Alabama, you're not just going to do it by playing defense. You're going to have to put points on the board. Um, But yeah, let's start there.
1: I mean, when it comes to Georgia first of all, um you you always have to be careful before using that term learn, okay? Um <laughs> you you what you did learn is that some things you knew were true are confirmed. If that's if confirmation counts as learning, you got a lot of that from that game, right? Clemson's offense isn't going to be kind of what it used to be with, you know, uh Trevor Lawrence in week 1. Not really exactly a shock, and you mentioned, you know, Georgia defense good, SEC defense generally speaking Fair. pretty damn solid let's be clear on that um and 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 you know we got more of that confirmation georgia not shying away from the big spotlight that's something i learned that's something i noticed and while you could say what you can about um, Georgia, in that situation, we have seen past years when we're getting hype from their quarterback position, especially with JT Daniels and such with Georgia, right? Getting big hype from the quarterback position. There's a number of current, there's at least one particular current NFL quarterback who is a significant factor that came from Georgia recently, right? He's he's one of the ones that made the NFC West really damn tough to figure out in my predictions this week. There's a teaser <laughs> for you, bitches. Um uh, And just incredibly uh, difficult to figure out. But as it comes with Georgia, there's something that goes on. A quarterback gets hurt, has a bad game at some point and throws things off, and this had that written all over it. Had I had the opportunity to actually cover it in that press box, we did submit for it, we didn't get it, it is what it is. But I expected to – I thought this game would be at least close. I was confirmed there. That's what I learned. So um, we still have to learn about that offense. I haven't been smart enough to look up who Georgia is playing next week. But I think maybe that's an opportunity to learn about that offense because a game that intense in week one, there's not really a lot you necessarily learn about somebody. But by the same token, you know, every now and again, people might question one of your pred- predictions, and then you say, you know, bring that ass on with your girly white blue shirt and it backfires on you. I get you. I And I say that as an Ogeron guy too. But by the way, I think we've learned – Quite convincingly that Chip Kelly could actually be the Bruins' um, revitalization. That you know, I know I transitioned games that did a segue for you. You know, sorry, I, you looked like you were busy. But <laughs> no, I was. But, I was getting, um,
0: Georgia as UAB this week. Uh, yeah, South Carolina the next Vanderbilt. So we're not looking until October 9th, maybe Auburn uh, till we start to really find out a little bit more. Auburn, Kentucky, Florida um, in the month of October um th- those are when we'll start to find out a little bit more about Maybe. about the Georgia Bulldogs but but yeah I mean before we get to, to UCLA because they they're a team uh certainly on my my list of things to talk about uh from this past weekend but I mean you me and uh and, and friend of the show that, that I'm sure will be joining us at some point this season EJ uh Christian he yes. you know he said he was cheering for Georgia I mean I was cheering for Georgia I don't I don't like Clemson, I'm tired of Clemson. They're one of those teams I'm tired of. But I've seen Georgia, and I've seen Georgia-Georgia for how many years in a row now? So it, I was I was waiting for that moment. I was waiting for that time where the wheels kind of fall off the bus. You know, it, uh, consecutive pick sixes, a fumble, uh, something, so, do something. This is a Kirby Spart moment that he is going to screw this up, and they didn't do it on Saturday. Right. So right,
1: and I was cheering for Georgia for all those same reasons, and you know, I'm not one of these. I'm sick of Clemson people. That's not where I'm at. Um, but I do know that Clemson, in and of itself, would have, and op- would have an opportunity to recover more throughout the year, right? Like they're gonna dominate the rest of their schedule. Oh,
0: they're gonna go um, undefeated the rest of the way. <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah. So I, I mean, when, if, and when they do that. I want them exposed just like that on the national stage so we can show the world that the ACC was literally just Trevor Lawrence.
0: Sure. You know, and and I don't know if, if Sunday meant that Florida State's the second-best team in, in the ACC, but what, what does that even mean? And, and time will tell on that. Time will tell on the Irish as well. Not going to talk about them, but let's talk about the UCLA oh, – yeah. Let, let's sure. let's talk about the UCLA Bruins. Um, you know, you had Ed Orgeron and company come out to the Rose Bowl. Um, you know, I think what UCLA played Hawaii last week and kicked the doors off of him. And we went, OK, it's Hawaii. I, I'm
1: pretty sure I'm pretty sure I picked what I picked the over the cover and uh, uh, um, 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 the over the cover and the winner in yes. all that. So, <laughs> like, you know, nobody was shocked there. no. But-
0: what, um, what they did Saturday, I mean, they showed out again. And, and do we, again, do we know what LSU is this year? I don't know. No. But it, it, UCLA it, it, looks really good. They look really good in the early showing this season.
1: Sure, they're, I mean, listen. In the Pac-12, the Pac-12, I can make an argue, I can make a case for it that I don't know. I necessarily believe it this season that the Pac-12 is is worse than the ACC in and of itself. I certainly think they're worse than the American, but I say all that to say, um, I, I, Chip Kelly has dominated that place before.
0: I mean, I Andrew, I can talk about them if you really want. We me to. We
1: will. Don't worry, Andrew. I'm not <laughs> letting them off that damn easy. I don't give a shit if he's the host or not. Okay. Uh, but um, no, the, um, the the I mean, like obviously, it, it, listen. Give Jim credit for strength. There's two reasons I'm on this show tonight, I and mean, it was long before Matt, A.K.A. the Huddle Up, AJ Hawk, was unable to attend this evening. Okay, like he has me here for one reason and one reason alone. Okay, I'm his Mackenzie Milton expert. That's what. That's that, why. That's I mean. true. That is okay? true. Okay? And, and 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 he even knows that with that sorry intro still being on there with tariko <laughs> calling he still has me on he's a brave man we're going to talk about that game that was just a joke okay let's be clear andrew right
0: <laughs> um but yeah we we, we will we will obviously anyway, ucla right yes um, ucla
1: uh, Chip Kelly's dominated that conference before, and he's going to do it again. What more can be said at this point? And, and I think L- LSU is a good flexing of the muscles. I think because the SEC is what it is and what happened happened, you know, they're already writing stories about who is going to replace um, Coach Ogeron. Listen here, I, I think he's a great coach, and <laughs> I, have, I have fun talking about Ogeron and, you know, when his teams don't make the tackle. That, that's what's going to happen. He's going, he's going to that football, you know, hold that tagger. Anyways, so, you know, the SEC being what it is um, A, you know, people who worship college football and B, who can't stand it when upstarts get involved in the league like UCF. Both have happened. They're already talking about replacing him in LSU over there in Baton Rouge. And they've already floated UCF head coach Gus Malzahn as a participant. C- come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> Come on,
0: guys! Jeez, man, the the hot seats never really cool off with the with the big boys in the SEC. I guess it's that The truth is, this one of those things. Um, Before you let me get out of of talking or uh, force me into (laughs) talking about the Irish, let's one of the other big uh, big results um, in in this in my neck of the woods. um, Penn State Nittany Lions going into Madison and beating Wisconsin. Um, Penn State had 46 yards at halftime and won that game 16 to 10. Um, Penn State's defense looked good. Uh, they were able to stop the run, which if you can stop the run, you can usually beat Wisconsin. Fair. Um, I think that result on Saturday said more about Wisconsin than it did about Penn State. I don't know what Penn State's going to be, but Wisconsin, um, and I never expect Wisconsin to be great, but... Um, there was at least a decent bit of buzz about them, and I think that that buzz just got silenced. Um, I think the better Wisconsin quarterback is now playing in South Bend. Um, ha- how they let Cone walk and, and stayed with Mertz, uh, I don't know, but I'm not going to argue with it. Um, but I-, I think it's more. I think that result was more about Wisconsin than it was about Penn State.
1: Sure. And I think the reason why Wisconsin got a lot of the a lot of the, uh, the the hype is because I don't think people really knew where else to go with it. You know, 2020 being that odd, who was really thinking Indiana was going to hold on to it? And I mean, no offense to 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 the Hoosier nation out there. But listen, you guys are, are hardwood, not not the field. OK, that, that's not it's not your natural habitat. And the fact that you did what you did in 2020 was great. But I don't think anybody was really prepared for you to kind of maintain that. And it's not your fault. The Big Ten's a good conference. Um, But I say all that to say the same thing about Wisconsin. Like, who else were you going to hold up high? Penn Penn State didn't have that feel that they were going to be those guys. Although, to your point, they may end up being. That's the beauty of college football, right? And and who else am I going to hand it to? Michigan? No. Listen, I'm a pro Harbaugh guy. I don't think they should fire him either. And apparently so do a lot of Ohio State fans. But – I um, I mean, honestly, who am I leaving out that I would be confident in? North Northwestern. Maybe? I mean,
0: Ohio State's the obviously front runner. I said to friends of mine oh, who are sure. who are Penn State fans, I said, "Okay, so Penn State just put themselves in prime position to be the number two team in their division," which is another problem with the Big Ten is the is the the clear misbalance of of the of the division structure. Um, the, you know, that was put together for rivalry reasons and nothing else, but, Correct. uh, let's see, Andrew Penn state fan here he says to me, it should Penn state can critical changes at halftime. Um, the offense might big, might not be a train wreck like it was last year. Possibly. Um, yeah. Hey, and they he's, made
1: he's a great point that he only has, they only had one direction to go and that's up. A- <laughs> absolutely.
0: Yeah. And I mean, Indiana, you know, they, they were, they were a great story last year and and I think sure. that they're, they're building. I'll say this: They're building as good of a program as they can, you yeah, know. Yeah, and and, and I think ma- that's
1: what I was trying to say. I was I yeah, to me mean much eight of an A-hole, four.
0: Maybe you, you you win one of those games you might not supposed to do. You get to nine and three. Uh, maybe you win a bowl game. You finish ten and three. Whatever. Yeah, that that's a that's a hell of a year for Indiana. I don't think anybody's looking at them going, yeah, they're going to compete for a Big Ten title. No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, and and for you know, forgetting which side of the conference they're on. If they're on that Wisconsin side, maybe they do win that division. But I, 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 I without looking it up, and Andrew may have the answer if he's still if he's still listening. Um, if Indiana's on the Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State side, sorry, you're you're not you're not going to take that division from anybody. Nobody at this point is taking that division from Ohio State. <laughs> did, did you realize that you just said on Wisconsin? No, did I? <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> but finally, let's 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 look at it. Sunday night was the primetime game in, in Tallahassee. Um I was shit talking earnest for months now, and I got real close to eating my foot. Um so uh Notre Dame wins in overtime, much closer than than I thought it should have been. Um but you you go on the road, you win your first game of the year, and You can't go undefeated if you lose the first one. So um, Ah. Notre Dame did what they needed to do on on Sunday. Um, And a quarterback that you are very familiar with, my friend, uh, may have won a starting job because a guy lost his helmet on a play.
1: I mean, listen, I have no experience with teams I follow where a guy gets hurt and someone takes over as the starter. That's (laughs) never happened before. I have never observed this at all. In any of uh, either you know recent history or <laughs> decades past history, at all, it's never happened, Jim. I have no idea how to relate to this. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, listen, listen, y'all thought Alex Smith was a great story. Mackenzie Milton uh, completing his rehab through getting on that field and playing. Forget about successful, okay. But getting that game to overtime um, was the difference. Now, I am going to address some of the Homer crowd out there who, who, uh, at least for that night, were temporary, you know fsu fans kind of like you were temp- temporarily cheering
0: for a team in the acc last year right jim <laughs> See, something, um, something like that i try yeah. not to remember last year
1: <laughs> I, try, I try not to remember like what uh, if that's true why do i still have that hear that tariko clip <laughs> <laughs> anyway. well i
0: remember that part but that's the only one <laughs>
1: oh, okay. that game You're... was on
0: the schedule regardless that game start... that game was happening whether there was a pandemic or not
1: you, you, Re- you, results you
0: were... may have been different but that game was there
1: you started drinking after that game. Got it. Right. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> no, but with, listen, with, um, McKenzie Milton, um, first of all, for those who don't know, um, it was, uh, 2018, uh, the Friday after Thanksgiving, the traditional day to have what they call the war on I four, right. Uh, USF, which is in Tampa, but they still call it South Florida. I don't know. I just work here. And, uh, yeah, can figure we're that playing. one out. My brother yeah. lives
0: in St. Pete, and I, th- th- yeah, you're not, you're not, it's not South Florida. Hey, listen. But the Dallas right Cowboys in the are in the NFC East, so let's not even try to figure out geography.
1: Oh, that's not even the worst one, but I digress, man. Listen. <laughs> um, no, but so, you know, but they're having their rivalry game and, and, and just a freak accident. Um, you know, people want to say it was a dirty hit. No, it was not intentional. Uh, but Mackenzie Milton, gets hit with a planted foot right in the knee and has to go to the hospital immediately. First of all, so they could save his circulation and then a number, a ridiculous number of surgeries and years of rehab later somehow. Oh yeah. And a coaching stint to where he mentored current UCF quarterback, Dylan Gabriel, by the way, Um, he comes onto the field, steps on and has the magic moment that he does to get FSU into overtime. Now, what ended up losing that game was not McKenzie Milton, but the injury to starting the, the starting left guard. And, you know, I was texting with Jim about this during the game, um, saying to him and his uh, Notre Dame fighting Irish, you had one job. Um, <laughs> and, and, but thanks to that starting guard, um, the, the uh, Notre Dame coaching staff called for that blitz to attack that hole that was now filled by a backup, and it was not picked up, and nope. Milton could do nothing. And that fourth down was forced, and that kick was missed. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, a slight superior coaching edge. I like Coach Norvell, but here's the thing, and here's the here's the part I can't quite get around. Now, I'll say this much. For everybody saying, but they should have put in McKenzie Milton right away. First of all, you're not in practice. Shut up, okay? Right. Um, and apparently Mackenzie Milton was outplayed um, in, in practice reports from everywhere. All, all, all the people that I follow were telling me that, right? Um, a B, if you're, if you're a uh, coach Norvell or, uh, you know, if you're Mike Norvell, if you're the offensive coordinator, whoever you are, you're coaching with more than just that game in mind sometimes. And this quarterback um, was uh somebody who is going to be at FSU for the future Milton is a is a mercenary who's likely going to be there for one maybe two years I think it, the eligibility thing gets weird because of covid you get a year back and it's it's weird anyway yeah
0: yeah I can't even try to figure out with some of the especially with somebody with the injury that he had and and what yeah I yeah time I'm will tell certain.
1: Yeah, for one, I'm fairly certain. Um, you know, he he wasn't penalized injury for coaching a year. There's that, um, but wh- the, what I'm getting at is is McKenzie Milton is certainly not the long distance future for FSU. So all these people are like, why didn't you just start him? That's why. Now, should he have started in a, him at halftime for a spark? And people are like. Well, maybe Coach Norvell didn't know what he could do. And I'll admit it, watching him on the field compared to how he looked taking snaps at UCF, maybe it's the brace. I don't know. But his 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 gallop when he takes steps back from 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 the center is still weird looking to me. Um but it's it may be just different, not weird, you
0: know. Sure,
1: sure. But for the people I, 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 again, I, I'm not questioning my, uh, Coach Norvell. I feel like I know why he did it, um, but what, why I give the critics a bit of ammunition here, a, a little bit of credibility, is Coach Norvell is uniquely qualified to know what McKenzie can do in a comeback situation. How is Coach Norvell uniquely qualified? He used to coach Memphis, the Tigers, a team That has been up big on UCF more than once. And at least one of those times, Mackenzie Milton was at the helm coming back against that ass, so to speak. Um, (laughs) Once in a championship game before they went on to beat Auburn to go undefeated uh, 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 by winning the um, Peach Bowl. And the Collie Matrix declared them national champions. So there's that. Um, But, yeah, if you suddenly forgot about all that, I can't help you, boss. Right you know um but yeah just my two cents on that and and I don't know can you tell me what happened to I don't know any semblance of defense
0: dude that game that game was really weird I mean on both sides of the ball Notre Dame came out firing on offense seemed to forget how to play it for a couple of series the defense looked good for a couple you, you you know 183 yard run later um I'm, I'm hoping it was new defensive coordinator, first time in front of a loud, full crowd in an in, in entire season. And, you know, I think there are some freshmen or first-year players that were starting or, or playing. So I'm hoping it's a combination of those sort of a thing because that that, that did kind of surprise me to see Notre Dame's defense – um, especially over the last handful of seasons, that it really has he- helped that team out. Um, you know, if they can find that defensive identity again, uh, I-, I was encouraged by what I saw from the offensive side of the ball, uh, Cohen's mm-hmm. ability to-, to stretch the field. I-, I said I thought that Notre Dame's offense looked more dangerous on Sunday than it has at any point under Ian Book, uh, just because there was a threat of not being a 10 yard offense. Um, yeah. so that that that's encouraging to me we're not going to learn anything this week against Toledo but uh we'll 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 get there with the Irish as well plenty of time to talk about them um but yeah hopefully the the defensive side uh of the ball it was it was is just something um you know, something that 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 was kind of first game jitters. But let's look real quick here, Kyle. A couple of games this weekend. You're
1: going to dodge here. I'm not going to let you do that. Uh-uh. Here's, here's, here's why I asked the question. Yes. Here's why I asked the question. Your uh, uh, the starting quarterback completed twelve passes, and only seventy five percent of them was to his own team. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> and and you still gave up. How many points was it? Thirty-eight, I think. Yeah, there was remember.
0: too many points. Thirty-seven. There was too many points.
1: Thirty-seven. Excuse me. Too okay, many points so surrendered.
0: Absolutely. Uh, big plays.
1: And I'll leave it at that. You
0: know, big plays. <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully, it was a first game jitters. Don't uh, worry, the
1: committee still keeps you in the top ten where you belong. There or not. Exactly. <laughs>
0: anyway, uh, number twelve, Oregon. Uh, they want to know they traveled to number three, Ohio State, uh, who's also want to know eleven and a half point home favorite for the Buckeyes. Sixty-three and a half is your uh, over/under. This one is the big noon on Fox. Um, I mean, come on. Uh, You know, it's it's a Pac-12, Big Ten. I mean, Ohio State. Ohio State's going to roll with this one. I'm I'm going to take Ohio State. I'm going to take the over, um, and I'm going to even take Ohio State plus. I think they're going to beat that in eleven and a half.
1: Um. So, first of all, any game involving Oregon, you take the over. I thought that was really that, well. That's, a, that's, a, that's, not a, that's not even a
0: rule, that's a law.
1: Okay, right. <laughs> so, uh, without being arrested, I can do that. Um, and then, yeah, I, I, I know that people are going to dog Ohio State for, for coming out against the Golden Gophers, you know. Um, and, and every year I got somebody trying to tell me how they're going to dig their way to the championship, and all I can think of is that you're nothing but the character that doesn't appear enough in one of the poo stories. Um, <laughs> I got it away, all the way down the line over in Ohio State covering and winning. That's where I'm at. Hey, if I get that wrong, I'm all about watching the chaos that ensues.
0: Oh, sure. I mean, I, I'm all for chaos as long as it's not my team that is the reason for chaos. Uh, the other game I have on for this weekend is number 10, Iowa. one to know at number 9, Iowa State. Also want to know Iowa State a four point. Uh, home favorite forty five is your over under this one four thirty on uh, ABC. Um, well, I have a, I have Iowa State. If if I remember back to our predictions, I have Iowa State um, winning the Big Twelve, I believe. Uh, not that this is a Big Twelve matchup, but I believe I think I have more faith, or at least I have Iowa State near the top of the Big Twelve. I have I have more faith in Iowa State to win this game than I do Iowa. So I'll go I Iowa State. I'll take them to cover the 4 and 45 is like a weird number screw it. I'll just go under cuz why not?
1: Um yeah, I mean if it were me cuz we're we're just pretending to be degenerate so we're going to pick something but if it were me I would not even touch that over under Iowa State. Is not no or, uh, teams from Iowa aren't known for explosive offenses. No, really, all this game is going to solve is which fan base gets more disappointed later in the year. Neither of these teams are <laughs> going to stand up at their <laughs> rankings, and I think it's ridiculous. They're both there. Granted, not as ridiculous as North Carolina still being in the top 25 after losing to Virginia Tech
0: yeah well but further um, proving nice (laughs) further proving that uh preseason rankings aren't worth the paper that they're not printed on
1: correct I mean it's more a a a statement of where their PR is at the moment if you ask me but I digress um for me I'm with you I think I like Iowa State just a bit more um I am going to take the under by default because of the um of the offensive not, not not being as exposed I the defenses are pretty good for a while until they play someone who's actually decent <laughs> but then again you know you're mentioning the big 12 par for the course shall we continue sir
0: we shall and that takes us to the <laughs> National Football League week one of 18 this year and and we will uh you know look at that when we look at the over-unders coming up in, in, in a bit uh there's no such thing as 500 in the NFL anymore <laughs> and man J- J- Jason Garrett missed that bus by two seasons, didn't he? Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, Week 1, let's start Thursday night where the uh the banner gets raised. Tom Brady's uh seventh Super Bowl championship defense begins. Uh it is my Cowboys. Uh, I haven't been dre- I've been dreading this week since the season came out and I've had to see that damn Welcome to the Jungle commercial. Just played on repeat, on repeat, on repeat. Uh, but Cowboys at Buccaneers. Buccaneers eight point home favorite. Fifty two is your over under this one. Uh, eight twenty on NBC, and I think also all NBC games are on Peacock as well this year, the streaming service. So if you have you uh, pay for that, you get those. Um. I, I, I like I want to pick the Cowboys so bad, but I'm not going to. No, you don't. I mean, I do. I wore. I wore. It's the Zach. Uh, it's the Zach no, Martin. Hey, don't, dude. Look at this. Remember. Don't
1: act like I didn't know this. You're sporting an offensive lineman here on your show, and God bless you. It's sir. the
0: Zach Martin Memorial jersey because he is not in the lineup this Thursday. He is out on COVID protocol. Uh, Dak Prescott, of course, returning from injury. I'll say this, and, and maybe it's a preview of our next segment and our following one. I think the Cowboys are going as long as Dak stays healthy, are going to be just fine this year. Uh, but you drew the short straw when it came to opening week. Uh, I think the Buccaneers are going to win this. They're probably going to cover that eight. Um, I, I'm probably going to go over fifty-two because I feel like if the, if the Cowboys are going to want to keep it competitive at all, you know the points are going to have to be scored. Um, but yeah, I think I think the Buccaneers are going to take this one on Thursday.
1: Points are going to have to be scored. Brilliant. The good news is... You only I pay think, for the
0: expert analysis here.
1: That's right. That's right. I think the good news is after this game, the, the, the docket gets a bleep ton easier, my friend. That division is terrible. And I think you might be the only team in the division with a certifiable quarterback. Um, Yes. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Sorry, Julius. I don't think Daniel Jones is as good as, as Dakota. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Um,
0: Not by and, a long shot.
1: Yeah. Like... Uh, let's see let's let's go down the line they have the better offense they have the better defense yeah and shoot dude listen um this is just a bad draw for you in week one um tom brady has not had a chance to hurt his knee or anything like that yet (laughs) you're kind of in trouble um so yeah don't worry you'll have better news later but it ain't in this game um they're not they're not gonna cover but i'm gonna take the under because at the end of the day i don't see the cowboys giving up more or excuse me. Yeah, giving up more than 45 points in the game. And um, I see them scoring a lot less than that. And we'll leave it at that.
0: All righty. Then we go to Sunday, (laughs) 1 o'clock on CBS. The Pittsburgh Steelers travel to Buffalo. They're the 6.5 point, point, easy for me to say, uh, home favorite for the Bills. 49 is your over-under on this one. Um, I like the Bills – uh, six and a half though. I mean, I'd like to think a uh, Steelers probably going to be one of my playoff teams. Um, you know, maybe they keep it under that, uh, you know, maybe they, maybe they beat the six and a half. I think the bills went out, right. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of points in this game as well. I mean, I think both offenses, uh, ha- have a lot of weapons. The Steelers defense isn't what it used to be. The bills defense is good. And that's probably going to be the difference, um, so, screw it. I'll actually go Bills Plus, and uh, I'll take the over.
1: Um, you're going to take the over? Uh, I'll take the over, but I'm doing so begrudgingly. Um, I, I really expect the Steelers to come out using Najee Harris a lot more, so I don't see them being quite as, as explosive as they would be if they were using Claypool and company. Um, but for my money... Um, I think the difference in this one is going to be the, the 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 group that actually can get out of the way. Because but you say what you say about the Steelers defense not being as good as they were. They're still good. T.J. Watt is still a thing, for example. You know, I know they don't have Bud Dupree, but eh, let's be honest, after that injury, he wasn't a whole lot. After that, we're still kind of trying to figure out where he really is. Um, but the Bills win. I think the unfortunate thing for the Steelers is that this is happening in week, week one. And that is a tough ask to get such a balanced team that early on the dock
0: definitely all right then we go to 425 on cbs it is the cleveland browns at the defending afc champion kansas city chiefs a six point home favorite um you know the 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 browns obviously uh you know seeming to un-cleveland themselves a, a year ago and 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 really starting to to put something together um in, in terms of a, a full franchise. You know, hopefully I don't sound any warning alarms in, in uh the uh the, the city on the lake there. Um I think the Chiefs are gonna win this one, but I, I you know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be bold. Some might call it stupid, whatever you want to call it. I'm gonna take the Browns to cover the six points. Um and I'm actually gonna go I'm actually I'm gonna go under. I, I, I think um I, I think you're gonna see both defenses uh coming out of the gate week one. I think they're gonna, you know, prevent these offenses from get rolling early. Um you might see some scoring late, but I'll go I'll go Browns to cover and I'll go with the under.
1: Uh what was the number for the over under again?
0: Uh fifty three.
1: Um, yeah, I got the over on that. Uh I, I I think I think it's gonna look like I'm wrong in the first quarter for the first half even perhaps because I be, I feel like Andy Reid and company is going to take over that youth in the linebacking core of the Cleveland Browns. So look for a lot of uh, um, handing the ball off, something you don't see a lot with Andy Reid, and look for a lot of work for uh, to set up Travis Kelsey. And once that happens, that defense is going to be – complete disarray when and then patrick lavon mahomes the second goes to work i don't think baker mayfield makes this offense explosive enough to compete in a shootout this is still a running team i don't care how much baker looked last year this is still a running team first overall in my opinion um and, and a shootout is not where Baker's going to prevail B- baker is a game manager not a gunslinger by any stretch of the imagination ergo i have the chiefs and i believe they do cover I think it's gonna be granted, I think it's gonna be seven points. It's gonna be close. It's gonna be a bad beat. Someone's gonna be pissed. But um I got the over, I got Casey outright and to cover. All
0: right, and then finally we go to uh well actually we go to Jacksonville, where the uh the Packers are a three-point road favorite at the quote unquote New Orleans Saints, obviously dealing with the uh the impact and aftermath of the hurricane so the Saints playing this home game in Jacksonville home of the Jaguars. Uh, 50 is your over-under on this one at 425 uh, on Fox. Um, we, we know Jameis Winston is your starting quarterback in New Orleans, um, and unfortunately for him and the Saints, Aaron Rodgers is still your starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers at uh, three points, I, I and it's especially given that this game is not in... The uh, is it the Little Caesars Superdome now? I know they changed the sponsor, it's no longer Mercedes. I forget what the Superdome is now. Um, how
1: the hell do you go from Mercedes to Little Caesars? It
0: it may not be Little Caesars. I'll look it up while you're talking.
1: (laughs) I hope you meant Caesar's Palace.
0: I'm kidding. No, I don't even think Uh. it's that, but anyway, Packers, (laughs) Packers Plus, and I'm gonna go under because No, no, you're not. No, I'm going over. I'm going over. Yeah. The Packers might score 50. <laughs> uh, the Packers plus and, uh, and the over.
1: Um, just because Sean Payton's an excellent coach, he'll get them on the board at least twice. But I think Aaron A-Aaron Charles Rodgers or Aaron Charles Rodgers um, is the quarterback. They no longer have a Hall of Famer on the other side. And you didn't mention, sir, Michael Thomas out for the first four weeks. Well, that's so- too yeah this is entirely problematic packers win packers cover got the over
0: it is the caesar's superdome
1: okay so it is caesar's palace it is or, yeah okay good so i had
0: the caesar's yeah. part
1: yeah right
0: i mean i'm listen, half right they that's don't a-
1: go from expensive cars to ghetto pizza that's not <laughs> an <laughs> that's, option
0: hey I'm, i was half right that's almost that's <laughs> almost a. Pa- that's almost a passing grade um okay. Okay, let's. Uh, we're gonna go now. We're gonna look at the, the the full season results. Let's get the crystal ball back out. We were you were here uh, when we did this for the for the college football world, uh, and we will start. Let's we'll start in the NFC. Uh, we will go through the four division winners, the three wild card teams, and uh, and then we will move uh, to the uh, to the AFC. So coming out of the East. Um, this one shouldn't be surprising for who I am, and if you're really being objective about it. Um, again, this is barring a, a quarterback's health. Um, but if, right. if 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 Dak Prescott can stay healthy, I, I don't think this division is contended. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the North, I, I think, goes to the Green Bay Packers. The South, I don't think there should be much surprise that it's the Super Bowl champions repeating as division champions um Tampa Bay Buccaneers and uh and out west the hardest division to play in and predict. Um I may be buying the Kool-Aid, I don't know, uh but I'm going with the Rams to win the division. Uh my three wild card teams, my wild card one is the team that is on your backwards hat, sir, your 49ers. Uh my second wild card team and and this is weird cuz I'm looking over the rest of of the the NFC and and if there is a team that I think is going to contend with the Dallas Cowboys it is not EJ's New York Giants because Danny Dimes is Danny Dimes uh the (laughs) Eagles are in in full rebuild mode if we're being honest about it I think it's the team that won the division and was the only team to be competitive against the uh eventual Super Bowl champion that's a Washington football team you know, I think you're bringing back a great young defense. You know, hopefully your offense can continue to move. So I have them as my uh, second wild card. And uh, my third wild card uh, coming out of the West is the Arizona Cardinals. So, Kyle, I'll go to you.
1: So I find it interesting that you have, in fact, three NFC West teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, walking through it in the scenarios like I did, um, I'm going to do something even more indes- interesting. First of all, let's get the leaders out of the way, right? I don't know of anybody that's brought the entire roster back before. I don't think it's happened, but I got the Bucks at the top of it and it and only has to do with Tom Brady in the supporting role. That defense is amazing. That offense is amazing. That offensive line is the best I've seen since Zach Martin was young. Okay. <laughs> um, as far as it's true full versatility from both players, young and old, right? Um, next up, a, a, a on Rodgers is playing in a division where no one's gotten better. And in fact, a lot of teams have gotten worse and the teams that did get better are stuck to contract stuff to where poor Justin Fields isn't going to have any more tools for at least two more years, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, a, a Rodgers, um, is going to be number two. So 15 and 13 wins respectively for those guys. Anyone who's wondering, um, In third place, I don't know who's actually coming out of this division. I have three 11 and 16s. Okay. Okay. So I'm not going to say the 49ers because I don't think it's them. I don't. I think there's going to be a technicality where um, the team that they lose to is in the NFC, so they're going to lose on tiebreak. And I think the same thing is going to happen to the Arizona Cardinals. I, too, have the Rams winning. But, like, this could be a matter of which games they decide to lose to. This is on a thread. Sure. And there's so much silliness going on here. I, as somebody who is a data professional for a living, has several anomalies taking place. (laughs) The The last of which are being, I am going to have the first year we have 18 games, also marks the first year we have an entire division represented by or in the playoffs. I have the entire NFC West making it right because you have three wild cards you do okay i have the seahawks at 10 and 7 and the next best team in wins has nine and that's your dallas cowboys who's the number four seed okay nobody else in 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 the nfc has 10 wins i don't think the vikings can do it Mm -hmm. the saints aren't what they used to be the falcons
0: (laughs) (laughs) this
1: damn guy and until the red tails get a quarterback that i can believe in no that's fair that's fair and there's so many just statistics there's so many anomalies that make the data still pan out right okay russell carrington wilson for one is an anomaly the mash unit that the niners had last year put them in a position to get a ridiculously easy uh, easy schedule they're an anomaly And the quarterback change in L.A. for the Rams, another anomaly. Absolutely. And, oh, by the way, this guy going to Arizona, another anomaly. Right. All sorts of craziness, right? Oh, yeah, he's back there, too, in in case you were wondering. I I did see
0: that. I did see that. Um,
1: Yeah, you know. Um, So, yeah, I, I know it's insane, but there's enough crazy stuff going on out there that it makes sense. And then you mentioned the NFC East. Being made up of mostly rebuilding teams, I mentioned the North being mostly rebuilt teams. The South being mostly teams that are screwed. That's where we're at, buddy.
0: So, do you have San Francisco as the the number one wild card? Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the, I can tell you that the bottom
1: is Seattle.
0: Okay. Um, all right. Let's go to the let's go to the AFC. We will come back to our uh, NFC champion in a minute. Um, in the East, I have the Buffalo Bills. Um, you know, I, I think that they are the the more the most complete unit in that in that division. Um, in the North, um, I, I wa- man, I wanted so bad to to pick the Cleveland Browns, um, but I just I just didn't feel like they that they are going to be quite there yet. Uh, I have the Baltimore Ravens winning this division. Um, in the in the South. I want it so bad to not pick Clay Travis's team, but when you look at that division, <laughs> there's nobody else to win the AFC South. I mean, the only one that's gonna even have a voice if if things work out to me is the Indianapolis Colts. Um but And their starting quarterback got hurt. Right. You're 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 trusting Carson Wentz to be healthy. Um and, and I live in a region of Pennsylvania that I know better. Um, so I have the Titans. In the West, I have the Chiefs. Um, until somebody proves to me that they can be better than the Chiefs, it's going to be the Chiefs indefinitely. Um, looking at the wild card, I have the team that if they are going – if if there's a team that's going to prove that they are better than the Chiefs, it's not going to be this year. It might be next year. It might be the following. That's the Los Angeles Chargers. I like the, I like the offense that's being built there. Um, I think that team is is definitely on on the potential verge of something. Saying that, I probably scared them off. Uh, my second wild card team is the team that I wanted to win the North. I think it's the Cleveland Browns. I, I I don't see, you know, and and like you kind of alluded to it, their their biggest problem is the guy under center. There's mm-hmm. there's plenty of talent on that team if you get a real quarterback. Um, and and it's not that I don't like Baker Mayfield. Um, I, think he is, I think he is a fun dude, um, but fun dude doesn't, you know, win you divisions in Super Bowls. And my third wild card team, and somewhere EJ Christian probably just got a weird smile on his face that he can't explain. It is the New England Patriots. Um, I, I, think, I think that, um, you know, last year they were almost a playoff team with like a second team squad. Um and and now you know it's it's going to hinge on a rookie quarterback, um so that's why I was a little nervous to put this team down, um but y- you you kind of retold an offense you have a lot of defensive guys that weren't la- there last year because of the pandemic and I think you also have an a, a angry Bill Belichick that's saying you know I'm still here Mother effers. Um remember who I am. So uh, the Patriots are my number three wildcard team in the AFC.
1: Yeah, no, pretty strong overall. I'm with you too. Um, I have no reason to pick against them at this point, especially considering elements of their schedule. The AFC North is tough, but they also have the NFC East. You could tell me a little about that, can't you, Chief? Anyways, I can tell you uh, a lot about that. that. Fact, <laughs> in light of that fact, the Chiefs uh, do have a 13 and four record to take the top spot in the AFC. Right behind them. Um, Though tied record-wise, I believe they will lose the tie break um, and the Ravens will be number two. Um, You know, to your point, I wanted to pick the Browns, but I just couldn't. But it's a one-game difference, and all that has to happen to change that is if the Browns um, sweep the Ravens. If that happens, then they're going to win the AFC North. So settle down there, Cleveland fans. Um, (laughs) You know, next on the list, I have a 12-5 and Bills team. Um, that's third, and uh, the Titans, um, by default, um, will win the South. I did have the Colts making a compelling case when I wrote my preview on the 3 conversion.com for the Ding. AFC South. That would be the number three. Not My, the one my
0: soundboard isn't working bing. tonight, so I don't actually have... I
1: got bell, have... barrel mother Okay. Um But yeah, when I did write that article for the three-point conversion, bing! Um, Wentz was still healthy. And then I had to update it because he got hurt before damn camp was done. Right.
0: Right. Like so, we knew he was going to get hurt. We at least thought he was getting to week one.
1: Right. And I had forecasted, like, listen, as long as he's healthy for the most of it, they're going to, they have a shot to fight for the playoffs. Um, a la when they had Phil, Phil Rivers last mm-hmm. year. Right? Well, so much for that. Um, so here's what's tough about my wild cards. I have another twelve point or twelve point twelve win team out west in the Los Angeles Chargers. They're going to be the top wild card. Congratulations, uh, Justin Herbert. Um, after that, I have one, two, three, four more ten and seven, uh, ten and seven teams. Somebody is going home pissed. Um, I, I, I think it's going to be the Raiders based on tie breaks. Um, the fact that I see them splitting their division rather than going four and two, um, like two of their opponents. Uh, and then I think they lose the tiebreak overall to the Steelers based on head-to-head play. I think uh, because the Steelers beat the Ravens um, during the season, that's got, that single game could make the difference. Again, because this is all so close, it's on a dime. But it's, it's, it's all a bunch of chatter and all right together. Um, interestingly, in another head-to-head development, I think the Steelers um, are ahead of the Miami Dolphins, um, uh, right behind the um, Chargers, which means it's between Miami and Ernest Julius Christian's team with their new rookie quarterback, oh. uh, the Pats. Um, I don't think... However, in a twist of fate, that Bill clears the hurdle. It's going to be on some BS tiebreak that I honestly didn't have time to calculate before the show. So, (laughs) um, but when you write, you're going to write down Dolphins. I want you to put a slash on it that it could be the Patriots. Um, But the thing about it with Flores, as I wrote in 2019 for the Dolphins Wire, Flores is going to get these cats to the playoffs and he does it this year.
0: I, 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 I looked real hard at the dolphins. I went, man, you know, like that team, that team looked really good down the wire last year. And, um, it was hard. Like surprise to everybody listening. The AFC is a harder, uh, playoff group to predict, Just absolutely shocking. Uh, so let's go back. Let's jump back to the NFC. Uh, we get to the NFC champion, um, and then my AFC champion. I, I I have a hard time not picking the Buccaneers. I, I think they I think they are just a an unbelievably stacked unit. Like you said, they bring everybody back um, in in a full camp year, a full preseason year, a Um, let's even get more comfortable winning and feeling happy when we win year. Uh, so I have the Buccaneers coming out of the NFC, um, and in, in the AFC, in a, in a situation of like, I, I said, you know, prove it to me when you're better than them. And I think in the AFC championship, the Buffalo bills actually do prove at least on one cold Saturday or Sunday in uh january that they are better than the kansas city chiefs i think the bills get to the super bowl but they are not good enough to beat tb12 in february i think tom brady gets number eight good god he gets number eight uh in february i have the buccaneers as your super bowl champion
1: you mean tom brady te- tom brady's team gets him his eighth let's be
0: clear on that However you want to put it, that man gets well, an eighth ring on his hand.
1: To help to, to, to decide a game involving the Super Bowl. Sure. Anything like that. You know, I don't want to. hear. Oh, but the overtime game. Fools, that was only overtime because Devontae <laughs> Freeman couldn't make a block. All right. Let's be clear about that. Anyways. Um, <clears throat> you know, um, for me, uh, when it comes down to it. Um, I hate going down paper and picking the Bucks. And I don't blame you for doing so, but because I hate to do it, I'm not going to. <laughs> um, I don't think the pack has enough defense to fill that void either, right? So, who else do I have? Uh, screw it. I'm going to have to pick the Bucks, aren't I? Uh, actually, you know, the only other team I think that might have a fighting chance um, is going to be from the NFC West, right? It's either going to be the Rams, who have enough offense now because um, – Apparently, everyone has decided to scoff at golf. Rightfully so. <laughs> um, yes, that's a Jared Goff joke I've been making for years. Thank you very much. Um, and and um, the Niners, because if they're successful, they're so very unconventional in their offense that they may be actually in a position to find uh, to to give that defense fits right and keep Thomas Edward Bieber Brady off the field. Um, you know, <laughs> so. But I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> At the end of the day, I think both games get uh, eliminated by the pack in some form or fashion because that offense is too explosive. It goes to a shootout. A gone. Charley uh, Rodgers wins. Rodgers um, wins. So I got the Bucks for the NFC. For the AFC, I'm picking the Ravens. Don't ask me why exactly. Sure. Uh, L <laughs> Jack still doesn't have his uh, true wide receiver threat. But he's proven in other games that he doesn't necessarily need them to throw damn near 400 yards. The problem is the rest of the team makes sure that that scoreboard doesn't favor them on on the stat sheet in a lot of cases. Just ask the Tennessee Titans. And listen, there's plenty of AFC teams who could be first-round eliminations or end up in the Super Bowl, and it wouldn't surprise me. The Titans, obviously the Chiefs, obviously the Bills. Any of those cats are Super Bowl-worthy teams, and at some point, it's just about throwing all the balls into the uh, machine and seeing which ones come out to get your numbers picked for the ticket. That's it. But I'm going to say the Ravens officially. I could be wrong, and God, I'm going to love it when all the Jack haters suck on
0: it. <laughs> um, who wins the Super Bowl?
1: Do I have to? No. Um, you know, honestly, the Ravens have been a team. John Harbaugh has been a coach that has traditionally given Tom Brady fits. And the difference this time, I'm hoping they face a healthy O-line. And when that happens and it becomes a shootout and then the Bucks decide to try to blitz L-Jack and fail, that be what decides the game. I'm going to pick the Ravens because I can because I don't feel like picking the Bucs again, knowing full well that the <laughs> Bucks will repeat.
0: Final two things in the NFL uh, prediction-wise. Uh, league MVP and who will have the number one pick uh, in the 2022 NFL Draft, I feel like the second question easier than the first. Um, kind of speaking for me, uh, it's the Texans are going to be the number one pick. I, I, That's have a, correct. I have a hard time believing there's going to be a team worse than them. Um, the uh, the league MVP, I, I'm I'm looking to a team in in the NFC West. They're a team that uh, you said um, you know could could potentially be that team, um, and and they're my NFC West champion uh maybe I'm buying the hype this yeah. is a this is a guy that that I've liked for years and defended for years and said man if you give this guy a team you're gonna find out how good he really is and that's Matt Stafford um maybe I'm yeah. buying the hype but dude that guy that guy is a baller that guy is a great quarterback um and he has the opportunity to really really prove it this year and silence a lot of people
1: most underrated quarterback not named. Russell Carrington Wilson. No question. Um, I mean, heck, how do you go from throwing 5,000 yards with Megatron on your team and then after he retires, throw 5,000 yards for your team? How do you do that? How? And, oh, by the way, it's the Detroit bleeping Lions that you're doing it with. What the F? Um, now, granted, I think he improves dramatically. I think he competes for it. I don't think he gets it. Um, it would be trendy to claim that it would be a Aaron charlie rodgers one more time. Um, but I'm not prepared to do that either. I think I'm going to go in another direction and I think this time he's going to earn it instead of stealing it from Russell Carrington Wilson, like he did in 2019. Um, I got L Jack, if they make it to the super bowl, um, they, they're going to do it with the similar circumstances where he has MVP numbers and performance. Once again, um, you know as it's been said before no offense relies on one man quite like this guy yes even the Chiefs and Patrick Levon Mahomes the (laughs) second let's be clear um you know he's Michael Vick with accuracy in the air simply put
0: can't argue with you on that one and and yeah I I would love nothing more uh to see success in Baltimore and, and see um yeah the the Jackson haters finally shut up for once Um, finally, uh, I took these from the, uh, FanDuel sports book. We're going to look at the, uh, the team records over unders for, uh, the, uh, the NFL season. We go in alphabetical order. We start in the NFC West, the Arizona Cardinals eight and five. Um, I like them to go over. Um, I, I think, I think they're going to be one of those teams. Like I said, I have them in the playoffs, um, you know the, the West is the hardest division, but if you're going to make the playoffs, you're going to have to do better than that, so I'm going to go over. So, wait, they say eight wins? Eight and a half.
1: You know, eight and a half wins. Okay, yeah, definitely over. No question. Uh,
0: um, yeah. Atlanta, 7.5 under. Easy under.
1: Yeah, sorry, Danny Thompson. It's under. Now, granted, you say easy. I have them at six. Okay. Um, but, but that's mostly because they get two games where they're going to split with the Panthers- and the Saints. So there you
0: go. All righty. Then we go to uh, your Super Bowl champion, Baltimore Ravens, 11. Um, I like them to go over, I think. It might not be a lot over, but it'll be over.
1: Well, I mean, at that point, it can't be a lot over because math. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I have them here at 12. Do I? No, I have them at 13. So definitely over.
0: There you go. Uh, Buffalo Bills, 11. Um, I'm going to go over on 11 as well
1: whoever set that number is is very smart in Vegas they often are um I have the bills at 12 um but if it's at 11 and a half, I could just as easily lose because sure. I almost put them down for 11 and six myself I got to, I got the over for the bills
0: I right, very good Carolina Panthers seven and a half Carolina Panthers um I'll go half over I'll go eight wins. But yeah, that's one I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to touch.
1: Oh, dude, I, I I'm not going to bet the farm on it, but I'll definitely think about putting the car on it. Listen, I'm getting my scuba gear. I'm going under. They're not winning eight games. I don't care if Sam Donald's there or not. I don't care if they have Christian McCaffrey or not. They're not winning more than five games.
0: All, all righty, Chicago Bears seven and a half. Um. I mean, I'd like to think that, you know, even at week three or four, when Fields gets the keys to the car, uh, that he's going to be able to do something. But like you said, um, the the salary cap has proven otherwise. Uh, so I will, um, and it's not Fields' fault. It's not Nagy's fault, but I'm going to go under.
1: You know, it, it, it's also the mash unit's fault for all the injuries they have at the receiver position themselves. And we make fun of the Eagles, right? Um, at the end of the day, I have the Bears at six, so I'm compelled
0: to say under. All right, Cincinnati Bengals and returning Joe Burrow six and a half. Um, I think they're in too tough a di- of a division uh, without looking at their schedule. But I- I'm going to go a slight under. Um, but I do like where this team is potentially headed over the next couple of years.
1: So the good news is they play the A, or excuse me, the NFC North. The bad news is they also play the AFC West. So. <laughs> They're they're playing the two toughest divisions Oof. in their conference, and oh by the way, right? um Because of that, listen, the Bengals are going to win five games, and Joe Burrow and company should be seen as achieving big time when they do so. But they're definitely under in the win total here.
0: Cleveland Browns ten and a half. Um, man, that's a that's a sick number. That is a sick number. Um. I, I'll say ten wins, so I'll take the slight under.
1: Um, I have him at twelve, so I got him over. Um, you know, but hey, the, whoever's picking that number knows the hype is there.
0: Dallas Cowboys, nine and a half. Um if Dak stays healthy, over. If he's not healthy, well under. <laughs> Under regardless, take
1: the fanboy glasses off. If I wanted a fanboy, I'd talk to EJ Christian about the Patriots. Okay, <laughs> listen, I don't care what happens to Dakota Prescott. Okay, I picked him to be nine and eight because I'm a nice guy and I didn't want to call this this division being won again by a losing team. But it may very well happen. The uh, I don't see the Cowboys doing better than nine in the first place, and I think they go eight and nine possibly to tie with the Red Tails to possibly give up the division in Jim's worst nightmare. However, since I picked them to pick nine or to win nine, I won't go through any of that with you, and I'll just say under.
0: <laughs> Very good. Uh, Denver Broncos, eight and a half. Uh, this number is too high. That's that's an under for me.
1: Yeah, that's not close. Who came up with that trap? That's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> the, the, the easy. The, the, They've got to give a couple of easy ones, I guess. Uh, Detroit Lions, five. Five. Uh, I feel like maybe that's too high. I'll go under with Detroit. If it's five and a half,
1: yeah, I'm still saying under. (laughs) (laughs) I have a five and 12 myself, so.
0: All right. Uh, Green Bay, 10 and a half. I think this is an I won't say easy over, but it's going to be an over.
1: Oh, yeah. Listen, no. In order to get any higher than that number, I would need to steal weed from the Snoop Dogg stash, for (laughs) Christ's sake. No, this is an easy over for me
0: uh houston texans four i'm going under is it are we going to have our first zero and 17 team in nfl history this year
1: no because <laughs> they played the jaguars twice oh ah, so there they we haven't. go <laughs> <laughs> um i believe let's see and i believe they also have they have one more easy team on their schedule. I got to remember who it is. It's um it's uh, I think it's the Falcons or the Colts. So there you go. Okay. Are not the Colts. I'm sorry. Um the Falcons or the Panthers. Um so there's that. Um and the Jets are on their t- uh, schedule I believe as well.
0: So there's there's hope. There's there's a couple um, yeah, there's de- definitely a couple of coin flippers.
1: Um but yeah, listen. Uh when I when I previewed it on the 3 threepointconversion.com, bing! I had them winning 3. So obviously I'm under.
0: All right. Then we go to Indianapolis at nine. Um I get uh, I'm gonna go under. Uh I, I'd like to say over if Carson Wentz can stay can stay healthy, uh, but I can't have faith in it, so I'll go under.
1: I had the Colts at nine before Wince sustained his first injury before getting out of the preseason, and that's Wince um, with an
0: I, correct? <laughs> I
1: see what you did there. Um, <laughs> uh, when Wince started wincing, the winds went down. Um, wow, that's a wicked tongue twister. Um, at any rate, <laughs> under bitches, I said it. All
0: right, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, six and a half under, uh, easy under. Definitely.
1: Even uh, even when I had uh, um, Travis Holmes on uh, to talk about the Jags with me on the Beyond the Buzzer show with Danny Thompson. Bing! Um, I, uh, um, I, I. We were saying five or six wins was the cap for them, let alone the over under. Yeah, no, it's definitely under
0: uh, Chiefs 12 and a half. Um, yeah, I'll go over. I'll go over <laughs> with 12 and a half.
1: This bet is for the true degenerates, and I like it, and I don't even bet, and I think that this i know <laughs> It's I dirty. Know what you're doing it's dirty. Um, but I got him at 14. Um, basically, what you're betting on is the health of Patrick LeVon Mahomes II, um, as well as Travis Kelsey. Um, and with all that in mind, uh, I, I see the Chiefs achieving. I, I think they will break that mark. I would never bet it because I'm just not that damn brave, but I would pick the over if thus forced.
0: All right, Las Vegas Raiders 7 wins over under I will I don't like that number. Uh I'll go I'll go just over.
1: Um I think 7 wins is a little low for this group. Um they have a pretty tough schedule I'll, I'll grant, but it's the AFC West and 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 those rivalries are just as wonky as some of the other ones we call famous, man. Like this is a team that beat the Chiefs last year. Let's be clear about that. That's true. Um you know, uh, I, I, I see them I, I have them ten wins and missing the playoffs. So I have to say over.
0: Um and we'll have to see what that environment is. Obviously, last year, new stadium, no fans. Now we get fans there. Um that's gonna be interesting. If should, it's the
1: black hole again, that'd be awesome. Good point.
0: It, it should be fun. Uh then we go to the Los Angeles Chargers, nine and a half. Uh their team I said may push the Chiefs a bit, so I'm definitely taking over nine and a half.
1: Somebody's expecting a sophomore slump from Justin Herbin, and I don't like it. Um, not because they might be right. It's because they might be right. I want him to succeed, this guy. Um, I don't know why I like him. It's just not fair. <laughs> uh, but, um, listen, considering the Chargers I have as the top wild card at 12 wins, I obviously have over. Uh,
0: Los Angeles Rams, 10 and a half. Look, I, I already said I'm buying the Kool-Aid. Um, I love Stafford. I like. I, you know I like this team. I like those cool uh throwback style unis they unveiled this year. Give me the over.
1: My prediction has me doing it by point five. So I'm going to contradict myself because there's too much going on here and my statistical anomaly compels me to feel just like I'm doing something wrong there. Take the under on the Rams.
0: So you do that, so one of them is correct.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I just the, the problem is I'm a data guy and like that there's things not lining up. Sure. It's, it's like, sure. It's, like the, it's like the Kali Matrix. Uh, giving UCF the national championship, there were some anomalies that took place.
0: Absolutely, all right. Miami, nine and a half. Um, God, I, I like it. I like what they're doing. I like what they're building. Uh, but for this year, I'll I'll take a slight under. Guys, don't bet
1: that one. Just
0: don't. They let it go.
1: But, <laughs> but if you if you don't take Elsa's advice. Um, I got the over at 10 wins.
0: All right. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, eight and a half. Um, yeah, it's a, I wouldn't touch this one either, especially with, with a, with another COVID season and Kirk cousins being Kirk cousins. So I'll take the under,
1: you know, the, what the bull crap is, is, is if they beat that, it's going to be, you know, on the lions and bears being even worse than we thought they were, you know? um but um i have the vikings at six wins now so i'm definitely saying under
0: uh the new england patriots nine and a half um well i guess if i have them going into the playoffs and i had the dolphins not and i took the dolphins under i'll give the patriots the over
1: um don't take this one stay out of those two teams (laughs) i have them I have them both winning 10, so they obviously the over on both. But, man, do not bet that ish. All it takes is one COVID outbreak
0: and boom. Yeah. Uh, the New Orleans Saints at nine. Um, I think they have nine because of just the the, the, the good feeling, name value from previous years. Uh, I think it's going to be a bumpy year in in New Orleans, especially uh, I, I don't even know how long. I think it's like a month they're not even allowed to in their facilities. So it's going to be a bumpy start to the year. Uh, so I'll take the under with new Orleans.
1: Um, the reason why they're at nine wins is because of one Sean Payton. And that's even before being out, Michael Thomas and playing their first game in Jacksonville and all of the above uh, with that. And and listen, uh, hearts and prayers and
0: Absolutely. thoughts
1: and prayers out to, to uh, Nolens, um and, and, and recovering out there in Louisiana and all that. I got in-laws there. So there you go. Um, but yeah, um, I had them at under um, – I, I felt like I was giving them the farm telling them they had eight wins, so I definitely have the under. Uh,
0: the New York Giants, seven. Um, I think this team stinks out loud. I'll take the under.
1: Um, I put them at seven wins, so I don't know how to answer that, that's but a, I guess it's technically it's, it's the under push. by half a well, win. It's a push.
0: It's a push? Okay. It, it's a push. If you had them at seven, that's a push. Okay. Uh, um. The New York Jets at six. This team stinks out loud. I'll take the under.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, watching that team play is like li- li- living next to a landfill. You're in a constant state of stench. Um, and Zach Wilson is completely overrated, in my opinion, um, for where he was drafted. Uh, he's not going to save this franchise this year. That's for certain. Um I have the Jets
0: winning only two games. I'm very negative on them, so I obviously have the under. Well, and let's let's keep the positive vibes going. Philadelphia Eagles six and a half. This team stinks out loud. I'll take the under. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I have the over, but just barely, because the NFC East as a division stinks out loud.
0: Stink with well, your, I can't argue with you there. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. This team. Does not stink out loud, although I'd love them to. Uh, I will take, if I had the Patriots, At what did I have them? I had them over at nine and a half. The Steelers, I think, just miss. miss. Um, so they can beat that eight and a half and just miss the postseason. So I'll take the over.
1: Yeah, I got the over too. They're making it in with 10 wins on my docket, so I can't say no.
0: The San Francisco 49ers at 10 and a half. I have them as my wild card one, Uh, so I will also take the over.
1: I have the over by .5.
0: Yeah, it's it's (laughs) definitely a slight over. Uh, Seattle at 10. The Seattle Seahawks at 10. Uh, I have them missing the playoffs completely, Um, so I'm taking the under.
1: Okay, well, you could be one who pays yet again dearly for questioning Russell Carrington Wilson, and that's okay. I don't. I don't mind gymnastics. It's what we do. It's here.
0: not Wilson. It's Pete Carroll. This is to Pete Carroll. <laughs> Damn! You went from complete moron to absolute genius
1: on the spin of a middle finger. That's fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> I'm. I'm that good, Kyle. I'm that good.
1: <laughs> Listen, man. I, I try to avoid using the F word. I was compelled there. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, man. Um, I'm pushing. I have them at 10. Okay. I I I I you know, I'm I'm I got nothing else.
0: There you go. The defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 11 and a half. Uh, <laughs> I have this as an easy over. My God, easy over. Tell Snoop to pass me some
1: of his crypto. I'm getting way higher than that bar. <laughs> I got him at 15. That's definitely an over.
0: The Tennessee Titans at nine. Um, well, I have them winning the division. I wanted to give the Colts at 9 and over. The Titans will get to 10. They, they 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 get slightly over.
1: I have the Titans at 11. Um and I could probably find a way to pencil in more wins for them, but in some other games I could find some that I could take it away. Uh overall, oh no, I have the Titans at yeah, at the Titans at 11. So I'm over, but that's a shaky one, man. You never know with these guys.
0: Sure. Um and finally the Washington football team eight and a half they are my second playoff team so I'm taking the over I'm also taking into account that um if they end up as a division winner it's because of the injury to Dak Prescott yeah. um so you know you you get in there at nine maybe ten wins uh but you are the uh the slightest of overs.
1: The slightest of overs. I have them at the slightest of unders. Uh, They have the eight and nine mark themselves. Um, You know, the team that the Cowboys will have to beat in tiebreakers to win the division because it will be won by a losing team yet again. I said it.
0: I heard it. I heard it. And you know what? And if that ends up happening, uh, I won't be happy about it. I also wouldn't be surprised because that division, much like some of the teams in it, sucks out loud. Um, Kyle. Be- Ask
1: the popcorn, honey, help me out. <laughs>
0: Kyle, before we get out of here, let people know where they can follow you. Let people know where they can keep track of everything that you are doing. Um, I'm sure we'll have you back again. But each and every time you get a plug, my friend.
1: Hey, listen. I mean, and and I and I also bring my own bell to the party. So you know, whenever I talk about you know beyond the buzzer, bing, or the three point <laughs> conversion, bing, or hilarity by default, bing. That's what I'm gonna do. Um, but of course I'm Kyle Nass, the student of the game. You can find me on Twitter at the SOTG. Find me on Instagram as the same the SOTG. Find me on Facebook as the student of the game of the game. Check me out on the three-point conversion. I mentioned it earlier. And hey, if you go to the three-point conversion YouTube channel as well, you can check out all sorts of cool stuff I and my teammates do at press conferences with access that you may not get other places. I'm just throwing that out there. And you thought got got thought Gus Malzahn was only worshipped by Paul Feinbaum. You'll hear from him there as well. Of course, um, also my work with Hilarity by Default in Demosthenes Euclid. We're going to be posting once again in this month so I'm told Um, some more action there. We've been kind of off for a bit while Demosthenes gets his career worked out we've been recording episodes trust me we got a ton in the can it just hasn't made it to the public yet so please come to the hilarity by default youtube channel check us out subscribe check out the old stuff because i can guarantee you're gonna have a good time and hit that subscribe when it becomes so fresh and so clean clean for you and then of course my work with the captain and company morning show on oldschool 101.com where i actually act sort of serious and do stuff like you know interview mayors and 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 local candidates here in Florida politics, and then also, by the way, cut a fool every now and again as well. You'll definitely definitely see me there this Thirsty Thursday on OldSchool101.com. Jim Neeson, honor, joy, some pr- joy and privilege. And uh, bid Matt, a.k.a. the the Huddle Up A.J. Hawk, uh, my best. But until next time, class dismissed.
0: All right, thanks, Kyle. Yeah, we'll be back uh, next week. Uh, with more takes, more thoughts on everything. Uh, you can follow me at Big Jim Sports. Make sure you're following along with the show at Huddle Up Podcast on Facebook and on Twitter at Huddle Up Pod on Instagram. Subscribe to the show on all podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, everywhere else. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find our merchandise over at whatamaneuver.net. Uh, our home network, of course, NGSE Sports at Sports.com. And our secondary home is the Leap Sports and Music Network, L-E-E-I-B sports.com. Until next time, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the win.